eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Good morning, welcome to the warm-up program. It's a Friday, a feel-good Friday as we say around here. Jerry Recco is hosting with Gio again today as Boomer continues his uh, golfing across the world. CeeLo joins me today on the warm-up program. Welcome, CeeLo. Oh, good morning, Al. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Very nice. Uh, my uh, my condo is a urine pad right now. <laughs> and I was just thinking of this. You know, my dog had some sort of vertebrae injury, mm-hmm. something, some sort of back neck thing. And they're like, um, you know, they should probably be kept in the pen, in a pen while they recuperate. You don't even have a pen, right? My condo is a thousand square feet and I have two floors. My downstairs is a pen. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. My downstairs is a pen already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no room for a cage. There's no room for this dog Sorry, to be walking pen. around. A cage is probably not allowed in right. this day and age. They are pens. cages, but we call them pens, pens now. Right, like the bullpen. Yeah, bullpen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So what that's kind what's of flooring you got in there with this uh, yeah, urine like pad a, situation? It's like that... Um, mm, no carpeting. Coratech. No no carpeting. No right? carpeting. Okay. Well, so some you're throw good, rugs that nice, the dog easy. pees on. Oh, all right. That's a problem. So she pees on those. But I've got wee-wee pads down now. But you know what size wee-wee pad you need for a 65-pound dog? Large wee-wee pads. A large one. And she probably, I would imagine, misses the wee-wee no, pads from time to time. Good. Oh, yeah. she's pretty good. Pretty good. And those things soak up pretty good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The smell doesn't go away very, no. very good. No. Got to air that thing out. It's yeah. a problem in the winter, though. It is a problem in the yeah. winter. It is a problem. Now. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things here, CeeLo. Number one, uh, I see well, Jerry is here. Amazingly. He was in Minnesota last night. Yep. Where the game went to, uh, at the very end, Rutgers lost. 
Yes. But I guess Minnesota stinks. Minnesota stinks, and Rutgers blew a 10-point lead in the final 75 seconds. Now, you have the. do we have the final call from Mr. Jerry Recco? We I, do. I heard it during the Brad Heller update. Correct. And I have a question about this. All right, so we'll run that, and then you can ask your All question. Right. Minnesota inbounds. Cooper lets it bounce. Lets it bounce. Picks it up with five. With four. Cooper, the kick out. Battle. Step back three for the win. Good at the buzzer. Ah! Ah, and Minnesota ah. stuns Rutgers 75-74. Okay, here's my question. This is probably more of a question for Jerry, but I he's, would think he's so, sleeping yeah. right now. Yeah, and, we're going to not wake him up yet. Yeah. He sounds excited for Minnesota. He's being professional. But I thought we don't, like, I spo- I thought... Um, I wouldn't home- say he was, I wouldn't say he sounded excited. I would say he was capturing the emotion of the moment. But I thought... Uh, Local teams, when they have their own announcers, you're supposed to root for your team. Happens a lot in this day and age. Yeah. You know Jerry Recco long enough, though. You know he's a professional. No, but is that unprofessional to be upset that your team lost? No, it's not unprofessional, but it's. I'll say this. It's old school, right? Old school was you're the play-by-play guy. You just do it straight down the middle. Because like a lot of times we'll play, uh, either Jerry plays them or you play them, where like, you know, the Bengals lose on a field oh, goal. And yeah, it's just like, it. and they lost. They lost. Terrible. What? So one's professional, one's not professional. It's also very New York to play it down the middle. Oh, okay. So the, the guys Jerry looked up to as a child probably played it this way. Yeah, I think he's he's doing the best job he possibly can. You know, like, let's put it this way. So he's been doing Rutgers a while now, yeah. right? But it, did he, I don't, did he go to Rutgers? I forget. No. All right. So, I mean... It's not like this is a childhood dream to do Rutgers basketball. It's a it's a professional job for him, which he does very well. He is a New Jersey guy, as we know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he used to do Columbia. So I think he's just, you know, trying to call the game as best he can. I think I'd be a homer. That's but fine. He, he does love the team, loves the coach. Yeah, because he has a connection to them. And yeah. is rooting for them. Right. I just thought sometimes, uh, a lot of times, the, the clips we play here mm-hmm. – the home broadcasters, you can tell they're upset when they right. lose. It's over the top. Over See, the I, top. I want to yeah. play one more time because I don't. I didn't hear it and say, "Well, he sounds excited for Minnesota." I think it was more like shock that they right, lost on this. It it's a buzzer let's beater. Break it down. Minnesota inbounds. Cooper lets it bounce. Lets it bounce. Picks it up with five. With four. Cooper the kick out. Battle. Step back three for the win. Good at the buzzer. It's like surprise. And Minnesota. Stuns Rutgers, 75-74. I mean, it's, it stuns Rutgers, gives the score, and then lays out. I mean, that's as good as that's as good as you can do, I think, in that spot. And I'm sure in the uh, in the immediate aftermath when he did the little wrap up, there was an appropriate level of despondency, of dis- disappointment that he could, you know, uh, have the feelings of the of the Rutgers fan base. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think which I prefer. Do I want my announcers rooting for my teams, or do I want my announcers being professional broadcasters? I'm not sure yet. I think that's a personal choice, a personal preference. Mm. I'm trying to look back, I think I'm I take had the weekend a... to think about this. Mm. Like to really, I'm going to go into a dark room. Are you for two days? A little retreat. Yep, I'm going to go into <laughs> a dark space. I'm going to see when I come out the other side. Do I prefer my broadcasters to call it down the middle? Yeah. Do I prefer my broadcasters to be homers for my team? I had, unfortunately, I just clipped the short version of it. I don't have the longer version, but there was a... Of what? I want to say it was early, maybe it was last season or earlier this year. Let's see. It was March of 20, so it was last year, where Rutgers hit a late basket, and Jerry, we got... A three for the win! Got it! Got it! Yes! That was a Rutgers... 
Three for the win. Got it. Got it. But I feel like it would have sounded the same way if the other team got He's it. He's capturing the excitement properly. Yeah. He was what do you want it. him to do? Go Dave Mishkin, you know, lightning radio. Score! Score! No. Score! I always I always think of the the Bengals radio guys. Yes. Where they're like furious when the Bengals lose. It's more so their their analyst was it Dave Lapham, I think, right, Eddie? Guys who played in the game, played yeah. the game themselves. He's just he'll he'll like jump all over the play, like he'll be mid you know. So they're playing the Chiefs and Mahomes in the AFC title game and Lapham can see like the ball's in the air for Mahomes, but Kelsey's wide open in the end zone. And as the play by play guy is calling the play, Lapham goes, Oh no, <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Talking over each other. What but about, it works for them. Let me ask you, Carl Banks and uh, Bob Popper. Bob Popper. Are they homers or are they call it down the middle? I you think, think I think that for the most part they're pretty down the middle, but they I think show some well, Carl, certainly, because of his connection to the organization. I find Bob to be very, very objective, very new. And he's been doing it a long time now. I guess I've heard um, John Sterling, like if the Yankees bottom of the ninth, the Yankees on the road, and someone hits a home run, does he go, does he go like for like the Brewers or something? It is long. It is long. It is gone. No. I he doesn't. Usually, he well, I think it. if it were a we no doubter, he might. And he'll give you the, you know, ball game over and whoever it was. Tampa Bay wins. And then that's it. Hmm. So, right. again, I think you can – I don't know that you necessarily have to show, like, excitement or happiness if the opposing team wins, but you can capture the excitement of the moment. Right. The emotion of the moment, the intensity of the moment. What are they, the Gophers out there, Eddie? Minnesota Gophers? Golden Gophers, right? Golden Gophers. I, how did he get back here, Eddie? I'm confused team how charter. travel works. Team Charter. Aren't they in a different time zone? Central, one hour. All right. If they even are. I think, I think I'm pretty sure they are. But. I did see Jerry's car in the neighborhood, yeah. so I know he is here. He was up tweeting late last night, back and forth with some folks. He had an exchange with Spike on Twitter. I yeah. was up late. So I'm going to ask you. I'm curious who got to sleep Why is everybody first? up so late? I, had to, I worked from bed. home last night. Oh, you were working. Yeah, till like 1130. Watched my Rangers, you know, choke it away from in the home third period. What? What do you mean, what? What do you do? What? What's what? What are you broadcasting? Are you broadcasting, yeah, I'm doing updates for uh, another outlet. Oh, is that right? Yeah, well, you know where else mm. I work. I don't know. I, I always say it openly because I thought it wasn't a big deal, but you recently talked <laughs> me into how everyone's a competitor. There's no such thing anymore as... Yeah. Yeah. I told you, you... you uh, let's say you left here after 5 o'clock. The 6 o'clock show starts. You go home. You call your wife. That's a competitor to me. <laughs> You're now right. listening to your wife talk yeah. instead of the show. Yeah. Competitiveness. This is Lepresti. By the way, let's keep, uh, let me, I have a couple other basketball notes, which I may as well do here. How do you decide between a note or an item? A note, I really don't have anything to add. Okay, I'm just going to put it out there. Interesting to note. Got it. And then an item is something that I I have things about. Mm -hmm. Yes. So my note is that uh, LeBron is going to be, he ain't going to be rechecked for another three weeks. And the other day, I thought it was two weeks. So they they just added another week. Tacked onto that. Yeah. Man, he it, gave us at the All Star game, you know, where because if, if you you don't you won't recall, but he tapped out of that game. He didn't even finish the All Star game. Yeah, he like oh his foot, whatever. And then after the game, it was like, well, I'm about to play some of the most important regular season games of my career as they're trying to get the Lakers forget into the playoffs into like a play in situation in the play in tournament. And now he's been he's hurt already. Yeah, and uh, I know people locally were upset when the they were he was playing in Brooklyn and he took a took a, a day off. Right. And then played the next night at the Garden, of yes. course. And then when he went back to L.A. and broke Kareem's scoring record, then all of a sudden was off after that. 
Now it's like the hurts. next home game. They had a big ceremony for him, and he was there in a you know suit and tie. The family, the whole didn't play didn't play in the game. Right now, all these people who bought their NBA tickets because LeBron's coming to town, he ain't even going to get checked for another three weeks. Yeah, it's it's tough to figure. I mean, the the I hate to keep circling back to this, but we went through it on the show yesterday. The Ranger ticket last night was the hottest ticket in town. People were paying upwards of three hundred bucks to get right. into the building, and they took a big fat L. Right, that's what sucks about yeah. sports. Those ticket prices for sports, the the ticket prices for concerts. I know when I go see Bruce Springsteen in Madison Square Garden, I'm not going to take an L that night. Right. I know what this uh, essentially what the set list has been. I hear all the recordings. The guy's killing it every night. He's going to do a stinker. The only way you take an L is if like he's sick or he's right. losing his voice or something. But yes, it's pretty much more reliable. Not as much a coin flip. That's why I don't mind paying money for. Concert tickets versus sports. Yeah, I, that makes sense. So disappointing. I sports. totally get that. It can be, or other times it can be exhilarating. If you're a Minnesota Golden Gophers fan, you bought a ticket to that right. game last night and you, you stayed. Yeah, and you didn't bail I did, when I did Rutgers see a was shot. up ten. I did see a shot from the first half or whatever TV network this was on. There was a dad with his three kids in the stands, all in their Rutgers garb. So I, I guess they live out. <laughs> the kids, we're gonna go see the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Kids look miserable, yeah, and they like, end up losing on a buzzer beater. We're going to dad's alma mater. Yeah, I guess. That would be the only scenario, right? Yeah, I would it's think got so. Got would be got transfer. Someone's uh, yeah. Someone who works for Best Buy or Target got transferred <laughs> out there, which is those uh, the two big stores that are out yeah. there in Minnesota. Twins is Target Field. Yeah. Twins play. yeah. Uh, and then I had one other basketball note. Oh, this was uh, – you know what? I'm going to save that oh. one. Oh. Later in the program? Because this is more of a note, not – more of not um no this is more of an item, item not a note not a note got it like I, I would i want to expand on this a lot one. of folks uh were looking forward to hearing more uh cord cutting talk this yeah morning. oh it was all over uh social I, media yeah, yesterday not yeah. because of uh yours and i's discussion but it's it's well, come I, up i think we uh were an accessory to that maybe it was great though one of the one of the guys uh that i follow about cord cutting and things like that he he brought up the mets Right. Well, that was the tweet I'm referencing. Yeah, Yeah. the Mets were very excited that they got 169,000 people to watch. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, millions of people are paying for SNY. Right. And 169,000 watched it. Yeah, it's a spring training. Spring training. Right, but even regular, they get like 300,000. Yeah, yeah. Less than a million. I mean, a third of a million. Significantly, but you just used a millions. Millions of pay for it, right? Yeah, right. Right, same with Small the Yankees percentage. when they, they tout we had 350,000 viewers. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you freaking dog? <laughs> <laughs> Panthers, oh, Jaguars. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Panthers, Jaguars just got 15 million people oh, watching man. them. I love the subliminal messages CBS <laughs> Sports Network sends us. As soon as we start talking about cord yeah. cutting, they cut away from us. Yep. Right to the color bars. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here, CeeLo. I've got a, a, a small piece of sound I'd like to play for you. Then oh, I've really? got uh, I've got a Toronto Raptors putting their proverbial foot in their mouth, so to speak. Mm. I have that. I've got uh, some uh, Jets news. news. I've got a Yankees note. <laughs> I've got news and notes. News notes items. I've got news notes and items. A little bit of I've categorized them three ways on the show sheet. There's news. There's notes. There's items. Outstanding. And then I understand Jerry will be awake and ready to go at six o'clock Let's with so. Geo. To do sports talk, New York City How about in that? your face. What are they leading with today, Al? <laughs> Rangers and Patrick Kane. No, they won't. Well, have you seen the show sheet? See, see, like, I have. I hope they lead with cord cutting. 
<laughs> I will be locked in. Let's get in on it. That's a good question. What is the lead today? I don't know. What's your back page if you were the New York Post, the only surviving they newspaper? Probably, they probably did Rangers. They probably did, guess, right? But so Patrick I don't know Kane, how much Gio's going to want to say about that. Patrick Kane didn't play well, or he played he well, played or played average? fine. I would say average. Again, I mean, it's the excitement I was behind. I was into it. Yeah. I actually thought about putting a wager down, but then I said, you know what? If that backfires, it's just going to be, it's going to make me miserable. Right, more like, miserable. I said, they, the guy showed up this morning, took a little spin on the ice by himself. Team's playing a end, back end of a back-to-back. They're missing guys on defense. Like, this is set up for, for failure. So it wasn't a surprise to you that things did It was not. not. Well. Now, they did have the lead into the third period, and then they, you know, basically fell on their faces. But it just, there's a lot of moving parts right now. They need a little rest, a couple practices under their belt, and I think they'll be fine. And who'd they play? They played the Ottawa Senators. Ottawa. Who are making a push for a playoff spot. That was their third straight win right? last night. Yep. Take your word for it. Yeah. All right. Uh, a quick break. Yeah. I'm back in a moment. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the War Up program. My name is Al Deuce. I'm with CeeLo today as Jerry is co-hosting, filling in for Mr. Boomer size, and he'll be with Gio at 6 o'clock. He is awake. He is awake. We saw Jerry. He told us what was on the back page of the newspaper. It was yep. not Patrick Kane Rangers related. It was something about a guy named Volpe. Yeah. Whoever that is. Anthony Volpe, big Yankee prospect. Let off with a home run yesterday. We're putting prospects on the back page of the newspaper. Well, he's, a, he's one of the top prospects in baseball. And oh, is that right? Potentially has a chance to make the team out of spring training. Probably unlikely, even if he plays well. Jersey guy as well. Volpius. Mm-hmm. Who is when you were, what's the youngest you can remember a, like a, the youngest age you were, where you remember hearing about a Yankee prospect who then turned out to be a great Yankee? Derek Jeter. So you recall when you were younger hearing about this Jeter kid who hadn't come up yet? Um, mm, interesting. Probably like this around this time, ninety six yeah. was when. I mean, he had gotten the like the September call up in ninety five. I can't claim that I was locked in on that. How old were you in ninety five? I was ni- I was nine, going on ten. Nine. So spring training of ninety six, I had just turned ten. 
I was working full time at the sports radio station yeah, man. when you were nine. I mean, doesn't Holy matter. crap! You know, when Holy you're younger, still. that those gaps is much yeah. more significant now. That's true. It's irrelevant. Who cares? I remember Age is uh, just a number. Hearing about Daryl Strawberry. Oh, this guy in the at the Tidewater Tides. You got a strawberry, strawberry. Yeah. So I went to a lot of Met games as a kid because I was born in in Queens, and my dad used to get seats from work. So I loved Daryl and Doc. When, but I was, you know. Two, three. I didn't know about them in their my their minor league careers. All I knew was, hey, they play for the Mets. They're on baseball cards. That's awesome. We're here to see them. Yes, it's exciting. Exactly. My so, first now. Yeah, Lee Mazzilli. Nice. You hear about this Lee Mazzilli on the Tidewater Tides? Yeah, he's going to come up and he's going to set the world on fire. The Tidewater Tides. Yeah. Where were they located? I think that was in Virginia. Tide, Tidewater. Oh, okay. Where where's Tidewater? That's Virginia. Virginia. I think it's in Virginia because okay, it became the Norfolk Tides, which I knew was yeah. in Virginia. So Tidewater has got to be nearby, I'd imagine. Got it. Very good. That really sets you up also to your age and as you age in life and how you feel getting older. So it's like you you heard about this Derek Jeter, right, when you were a kid. Then Derek Jeter comes up. Then Derek Jeter retires. Yes. Then Derek Jeter goes to the Hall of Fame. Different generations. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Getting old. I was here for that guy's whole career. Right. I used to do the thing like, well, this guy's how old, so-and-so, you know, I imagine myself at that age and the. Now I'm like I'm 37. I'm uh, I'd be like they're calling Patrick Kane, you know, over the hill at 34. I'm yeah. like, damn. <laughs> I'll give you one. So um, after Queens, we moved down to Northern Virginia, not the Norfolk area, but like DC suburb for my dad's work as well. And they had a minor league team down there, which I think might still exist. I don't know what they're called now, but at the time they were the Prince William Cannons, and it was a Yankees affiliate, like low A ball. So we used to go to those games as well. At the time, I wouldn't have realized, but I think when we were going, Jorge Posada might have been coming through there. I think Andy Pettit was briefly with them. So point being, I maybe not wasn't aware of them, yeah. but there's a very real chance that when I was at the game, I saw Jorge Posada and other Yankee farm system guys playing low A ball. The other weird pro- projection of someone's career in your life goes to when they, like I always think of a guy like Willie Randolph. So like I remember Willie Randolph, second baseman for the Yankees. Then Willie Randolph retires. Then Willie Randolph becomes a Met manager. Then Willie Randolph goes to manage other teams, mm-hmm. and then he's gone. He's a from, Yankee coach. He's a Yankee coach now. No, he. I think before he was, he was oh. on the when. Not, maybe not for every year. I forget the timing of all of it, but certainly he was with the on the Yankee staff. I want to say for at least one of the world. The worst though is when one of these guys that you remember from your childhood that they they played when you were a kid, then they became managers, then they retired, then they go to the Hall of Fame, then they're dead. I was going to say, then they die. Then they're dead, and then you're like, Jeez. now what in life? Now what, Sila? Uh, let's see. Yeah, Yankees base and bench coach for 11 seasons. And then in 04 was named Met Manager for the 05 oh, season. So I, maybe he was there for all the championships. God, a, I'm getting old. What a lovely man. We met Willie yes. Randolph a couple of times. Just friendly, happy Happy I mean, go lucky. I don't think I've ever heard or read or seen a bad thing said no. about him. Very friendly. He's down there uh, in Yankee camp right now, talking up Anthony Volpe. Oh, Actually is that right? said he reminds him of Jeter. There he's got it the, is. He's got the it factor. It all comes full there circle. There you go. By the way, yesterday I see that uh, Wandy Peralta struck a dude out in 20 seconds. Have you seen the video? That is awesome. Did you see the video? CeeLo, I don't have 20 seconds to give the video. <laughs> Come on. I don't have time. <laughs> With what time am I going to find it to watch so this fast. video? It so that I I don't think that there was no Yankee TV thing yet. It was in Bradenton where the Pirates are, so their guys did it. And yeah. Gio will know the the announcers from, from Pittsburgh. And it was happened so fast they like they were like tripping over their words. <laughs> so you they, would just get the ball and they were like trying to break it down, and it just happened so fast. <laughs> 
He was like, pitch clock, let's go. Yes, and Wandy Peralta, prior to this even, will work in the quick pitch every now and then. And he did it twice in that at bat. I love good it. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. This is so. going to be awesome. So, so that is cool. Yeah. Uh, now, something I wanted to get to here, CeeLo. This is more of an item. Uh, Travis Kelsey is hosting Saturday Night Live this week. Okay. First of all, we've already forgotten about Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs. You should have done this weeks ago. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're all, it's over. I guess. It's his off season now. I mean. But, like, do it the week after the Super Bowl. He was probably still hungover. I feel like I this is guess. like, I feel like the Super Bowl's two months ago. What month are we in, March? Uh, yeah, it was less than a month ago. Feels long. Yeah. Feels, I like, I'm wearing the baseball season. We're doing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I am so locked into this Volpe yeah, kid. Yeah, who's this Volpe and guy? his career. Yeah, whatever. And this Wandy Peralta striking dudes out in 20 yeah. seconds. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, ah, I've already lost interest. I had slight interest in seeing Travis Kelsey on Saturday Night Live. I've lost interest. But I do have the promo to play for you. Okay. If you think, if you're looking for top-notch comedy. Before you do that, if it were Mahomes or Andy Reid, would you feel differently? Andy Reid, 100%. I'm fully locked in. So it's more about Kelsey than it is the Chiefs angle. But Mahomes I'd be bored with as well. Like, yeah, it's enough. Got it. So this is a Travis Kelsey. This is the promo Saturday Night Live is running. And he's uh, the musical guest, very hot artist, Kelsey Ballerini. Okay. She's very big in the country world. Yes, I'm, I, that is a name I'm familiar with. So it's a Travis Kelsey, it's a Kelsey Ballerini, and a, a woman I assume is a is a current cast member on SNL. Mm-hmm. It's very brief, so here it is, if I'm potted up here. Hi, I'm Travis Kelsey, and I will be hosting SNL this week with musical guest Kelsey Ballerini. Kelsey, you should change your last name to Travis, so we'd have Travis Kelsey and Kelsey Travis. Or maybe he should change his first name to Ballerini. I don't know. Oh, I've always wanted to be a ballerina. Seriously? Good form. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Almost as good as that uh, Tom Brady comedy joke we heard last week. The Tom Brady uh, turning into stand-up into comedy. Into a comedian, yeah. whatever. The, what was the, 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 there was a joke. Someone told the story about Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, listen, Saturday Night Live is right now in a downtime. Right now? Yeah. Well, listen, they've, they've had peaks. Since, yeah, when was the last one? They've had peaks. Like, the last one? Yeah. For me? Right. Probably the um, the Amy Poehler. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Jimmy Fallon. That's a while ago now. Uh, who's Kristen the, Wiig the, was the very good on that. Who I love. On Molly there. Shannon. No, the the writer. The writer. Tina Fey. Oh, Tina Fey. Okay, that was a great. Well, like yesterday something came up in this in the. Uh, Tina Fey was a lot more than a writer, to be fair. But go ahead. Right, right. But I mean, she was the head writer. Okay. And a very good profile. I love Tina Fey. Yes. Uh, and you were on yesterday saying women aren't funny. There's a funny woman. Excuse me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yesterday, uh, Eddie and I were in there, off the air, and Eddie, so we referenced Saturday Night Live somehow, and Eddie said, oh, it hasn't been funny since Bill Murray. Like, there's people like that that... Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. had yeah. many, over the years, many uh, casts which were very funny, but then a lot of downtime. I would say they've, in more recent years, they've had like individual standouts and people that were very talented, very yeah. funny, that went on to be successful. But I, I listen, I haven't sat through a full Saturday. I couldn't even tell you how long. Certainly not since my kids were born. Yeah. But like when I see the clips, I just feel like, I don't know, it, it just doesn't hit home for me anymore. Yeah. Maybe that's more about me, but I just feel like the. A lot of it's obviously gotten very political, which to me, I, I, I can do without that. I used to like when they would have people that would impersonate, you know, the various presidents or 
uh, political figures, which I'm sure they still do. But like, I'm I'm going I'm trying to think of um, Daryl Hammond was very good at that. Uh, Phil Hartman was very good at that. Dana, Dana Carvey. Carvey for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's just a product of getting older and everything what? back in the day seems like it was better than it is now. I think it ebbs and flows, right? Also now, there's a lot more outlets for people who are funny. Sure. It, you, you don't have to just go through Saturday Night right. Live. That or, platform is not as yeah. big as what it, or or um, isolated as was it, what it once was. Right. Not as much. It's still a, good, a lot of exposure, but it's like, it's not, oh, I, I got to go there. That's the only spot where I can, any, I can be seen. I wonder what they get for viewers now, Saturday Night Live. I'm sure you could find out. I wonder if my mother still watches it. Your mom stays up that late or a little uh, DVR sometimes. Sunday morning situation? No, no, no. She's definitely not DVRing it. All right. Well, like my mom and dad used to stay up to watch Jay Leno's monologue. I mean, I get that. My mom was a was a, a Letterman guy and she would she would hang in there to, to, to check that out. Letter NBC Letterman was the best. CBS Letterman? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It changed. Right. CBS changed the man. And then there became, there's so many of the yeah. these late night programs now, you know? And they all just Late live. night, late, late night, all the different networks. Super late night. Were yeah, you ever they, a Conan guy or no? No, but I respected the Conan people. I brought this up to uh, Jerry, I think, on the podcast the other day. Like, I feel like Letterman, NBC Letterman, was people thought they, like when you were a fan of Letterman and you found out other people liked Letterman, like you couldn't believe you're like, I can't believe I'm not the only one watching this and somebody else finds this funny. And then you hear all these comedians that came up, like Bill Burr and guys of that era. They were all Letterman guys. Like, oh, that was a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. Then there was another group. That next group came up being Conan it's people. It's like a coaching tree. Yes. Yeah. And there there were people. But I was already past the late night stuff. I wasn't that interested in Conan. But the group of uh, of uh, of uh, people who watched that that for that era, it was Conan, right. and I don't know that there's another Conan after that. Like I don't know there was another guy that like spawned a new group yes. of people. Yeah, it's too split up now. There's too many people. Market saturated. Mm, yeah, mm. the the audience is dissipated. Fallon, Kimmel. Yeah, I don't think like people are like. I don't think you're gonna have great comedians, great stand-ups in the next few years that are gonna come up going. When I saw Jimmy Fallon on right. The Tonight Show, no one's saying that. And that, or that was the only guy. Or that Jimmy Kimmel is so hilarious. They take a little bit from everybody. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel, who's now tells you how to behave. Meanwhile, he was <laughs> doing the Man Show. Please <laughs> man get lost, show. Kimmel. You punk. Didn't he, didn't he also do um, Win Ben Stein's Money? Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But he used to do What's in My Pants. He'd have girls sure. reach down his pants. Oh, but. But God forbid Trump says anything. Oh my God! Every should be Kimball. Why do every see political? I stay away. What other notes and items you have? I got a couple other notes. Thank you for asking. I had another good one. Oh, you know, yesterday a bunch of the shows did this thing that came out from NFL players that was telling you which teams suck to play for. The F minus for the Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals got bad review reviews and everything. Making their players pay for food. Yeah, I love that. Um, yes, you know what? I did, you know, I heard Tiki and Tierney talking about this. Uh, Gio and Jerry had brought it up about these, uh, these, these, wh- the way the teams treat the players. Oh, we got to, oh, I'm the Cardinals. I, I have to pay for my food. What? Is Odyssey feeding me every day? No. Go pay for your food. <laughs> I mean, like, they get so, why yeah. is, uh, why is, why are the Cardinals responsible for 
for feeding Kyler Murray. You got $50 billion. Go get your own yeah, food. Yeah, I would say from two standpoints, um, and this is not a knock on Odyssey. Be clear <laughs> about that. All right. The worth of these franchises in the NFL, <laughs> number one. Number two, these are performance-based athletes. Mm-hmm. They're paying them lots of money to perform All athletically. Right. Fair so enough. health and diet is a big part of that. Especially they're required to be at the facility and go through their workouts, lift, you know, they have... They have, uh, you know, nutritionists, they have trainers, they have weightlifting programs, they have all this stuff that they've got to do. You're spending a lot of hours at that facility. It's a little different. Like, they're not putting, it's not a nine-to-five situation, you know. Let me pack my lunch in a brown bag. I've got a little, I've got an hour period for lunch here, you know. I mean, Odyssey does provide us with uh, fresh brewed Dunkin' Coffee. But you guys kind of brokered that, right? Brokered it? What do you mean? Brokered the deal with Dunkin'. Oh, that I don't know. I don't do DLC, though. I'm talent. See, I thought, I guess I missed, I thought that was a morning show uh, brokerage situation there. CeeLo, I am major talent. Yeah. I don't broker Which deals. is why you guys got so sensitive about the little Dunkin' fridges and the items that might, might have or not have been in there. Like sushi. Right. Yeah. I just like if a Containered Dunkin'... sushi for five hours. Well, it starts with you putting sushi in the Dunkin' fridge for five hours. Then it turns into, oh, let's leave this overnight. I'm going to be back mm, here. But I didn't. Monday. Nope. Know what I'm saying? It's, I ate it. It's steps. It's a slippery slope. It's a thank you, Eddie. It's a slippery slope. It is a slippery slope. There was a Gatorade in there. That wasn't a Dunkin' coffee. I know. It's not sushi. I understand. No, but I eyeballed it. You did. Yeah. I did. This this doesn't belong. <laughs> it didn't look yeah. right. What's and I wrong actually with thought this it was picture? yours. No, it was not. Okay. The sushi right. was just mine. And I okay. polished that bad boy off at 5.30 in the morning. Good job. Uh, where do you get that sushi? Wegmans. I do like the Wegmans yeah. sushi. They make a nice sushi. They do. Although I don't like when you get sushi... In a supermarket, because, you know, when you go get sushi, the rice is warm and the fish is cool. Yes. When you go to get it at Wegmans, everything's, everything's cold. cold. I, <laughs> I don't like I that. I kind of don't like that. Yeah. A quick break here, Steve. Let me come back. I've got a, uh, a, a Jets item. I've got a Jaguars item. I've got a Toronto oh, Raptors oh, oh. item. I'm going to start with the Toronto. items now. I'm going to start with the Toronto Raptors item next. we got our notes out of the way. Now we're delving into the items. Yeah, now I'm looking at the clock. I don't have a lot of time. i got to get to the items. Time crunch. And then uh, Gio and Jerry at 6 a.m. Yeah. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. David Lee Roth, he used to play this song every day while he was getting ready to do the show. Yeah, every single day? It, just, he was a blast. Did he blast it on the intercom like uh, Craig used to do back in Astoria? No, he would oh. just blast it in the studio. Turn it up, Eddie. Come on! One more thing I'm going to say! I just like to know what, what uh, records and CDs great singers and other stuff. Like, what are they listening to? Like, it was yeah. cool to, to see what David Lee Roth would be into. Right. Sure. Because sometimes it'd be different genres as well. Oh, yeah. He was into a lot of different genres, mm-hmm. but it was cool. This police song I used to love it's next to you. It's off of Outlandos de Amor. Oh. From 1978. Classic. The I police remember were it well. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you remember it well? Yeah. In the womb. 
And then Sting started playing wuss music. But that was when Sting was rocking and yeah. kicking ass and fighting people. Wuss, and me, the wuss, drummer me. was Stuart Copeland was wuss? choking him out at Shea Stadium. That wuss? was a story. Did you call me a wuss? <laughs> there was a story that when the police played Shea Stadium, this was when they had their last record out that, uh, that had uh, Every Breath You Take and all those are huge, that uh, that uh, Stuart Copeland was choking out Sting. They were choking each other backstage at Chase Stadium. Right before they went on? Yeah. Uh-huh. Then they went on, rocked out, got off the stage, punched the crap out of each See, other again. that could have been an example of you put down the money for the concert tickets, you think you're good, and then the, the guys from the fighting. band are choking each other out. But they channeled the energy, CeeLo, sure did. and rocked it out. Sure did. Now, I'm heading to the Princeton Longevity Center later today, by the way. Oh, you're up today. Jerry was yeah. er- earlier this week or last week? Last week. Jerry did you and I get decided... the review from him on how it went? No, he did. Uh, yeah, it was very quick, but he didn't get his review of no, his No, I scans. just mean the experience. Um, yeah, he said it was very quick, okay. and they're fans of the warm-up program, so I'm excited to be in my underpants in front of someone who listens to the show. And where is this location Princeton, you're going? Princeton, turns out. Is that the only spot? No, there. I do have other okay. locations. I'm going to Princeton, but this is my thinking. By the way, we're Jerry and I both paid full price. We didn't get no discounts. Okay. Just yes, so they don't love the warm show that much. <laughs> Medical seal, you can't give discounts. They don't put a, a really long pole up there. <laughs> it's just like a small thing that shoots air in there. But right, still, yes. this is uh, was just recently, by the yeah. way, in case you forgot. This is just a, a body scan from your neck to your, I guess, to your balls. <sighs> It's just a body scan. Uh-huh. But here, let me ask you, if you, am I looking for trouble? Like, in other words, this thing can find, like, cancers, uh, aneurysms, sure. vascular problems. Is it best to not know? Are you looking for trouble? Of course. Why else would you do it? I don't know. I'm also looking for a clean bill of health. So I could be like, I ain't doing that again for another number of years. I'm good. But I would say it's best to know. Like, if I go in there and they go, you have bone cancer. Right. I'm no longer going to do, CeeLo. Live these no, you last won't. few years. You won't. Live. You won't. Yes, I will. Nope. If I, had a, if I was dying of some sort of... How do you... First of all, if you had bone cancer, how do you know you're dying? Like maybe there's a course a cure. of treatment of... That's not, true. Uh, maybe not a cure, but some sort of treatment. But what if they were like, I'm glad you came in. You have 10 years to live. I'd be like, wow, I'm 10 years. I am going to live. Mm. Live. I think it would still be a... A slow burn, at least at the on the front end. You'd be like, 10 years, i got to pace myself a little bit here. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go to Asbury Park today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if 10 years, that 10 years is a long yeah, time. It is. Yeah. So let me, uh, yeah, the, I'd be like, uh, the last year I'd be like, i gotta get, I got to go see Stonehenge. I need to go see Crescendo. where the aliens landed. Yeah. Where the aliens landed. You the, might be able to meet an alien soon. The way uh, yeah, are going, absolutely. Uh, the Toronto Raptors, CeeLo, they tried to do a nice thing. They tried to do something nice. It backfired on them. They had to delete something. They had to apologize. Yeah. Uh, for Women's History Month, which I didn't know was a thing. It's March, I guess. I we guess just it's finished March. Black History Month, yeah. month in February. Uh, so the Toronto Raptors tried to put out a, a nice video for Women's History Month where they asked players uh, uh, why why women run the world. What are some reasons why women run the world? Okay. And the players said things like, well, quote, they're the only ones that can procreate. Of course, in 2023, CeeLo, you know that men can also have babies. Right. So that's incorrect. <laughs> and that, quote, they birth everyone. And, they quote, birth everyone. they okay. are all queens. Now, 
women were upset about this because they're saying this is all you see us as. Right. Child, child rearing. Exactly. Child bearing. What yeah. about, let's hear about a woman who influenced you in life. Let's right. hear about a woman who put you on the right track in life. And yes. they, they didn't have any of those. All fair. So they, they had a delete. Walk it back a little bit. Had to walk that now, back. But this whole, why women run the world. Yeah. I guess it's a Beyonce song. Okay, I was yeah, going to say, they, they... women. Why can't everyone just run the like? We're all mm-hmm. trying to be inclusive, though. Be right? careful, Zelo. Well, I was just saying, I wasn't aware women run the world or men run the world. I just thought it was a well for Women's History people Month. Run the world. We, no, we've learned that that you don't say that. People Zilo. doesn't. People's no good. No good. People, because then you're diminishing Women's History Month by putting all people in. We must be very careful, Zelo. Okay. So don't you put out any videos for Women's History Month? I'm not talking. I'm not talking about men. I'm talking about people. People. You're sitting here talking about human, people. The human fund. Go ahead. It's weird though because like the Raptors tried to do a nice thing and yeah, it backfired. Meanwhile, yeah. if you were a team that did nothing for Women's History, you're fine. You're fine. That's why you just stay out of it. Right. Wash the hands and yeah. And now of ignorance course, it, is bliss. People grabbed it immediately because this is what you punks on the internet do. <laughs> They're like, well, look at the Raptors. They don't like women. So now. These these responses you said these were coming from players. So like, what was this? Was this like a, a video that ran? Yeah, I guess it was a video. Was it? They put it out there on social on media? the internet. It, okay, yeah, for women's. Wasn't History just Month. like a hey, it's a commercial break, and we're no. gonna throw up this video on the scoreboard. No, it was like hey, the Raptors are celebrating Women's History Month. So they sat down, they interviewed these guys, they produced this piece, yeah. and these were the responses. Yes, it was mostly about just women giving birth, right? So and obviously like, mm, that gets to somebody who's the final. The final, the final say. Got approved. On that. Yeah, yeah. But then the uh, people started on the internet going, well, "Sure, uh, what about right. let's hear about an influential woman in your life?" Yeah, let's hear that mm-hmm. instead of just that we give birth. That's one of those things where, as they interviewed the players and those answers were coming through, you probably just scrapped that. Then, right? You're like, yeah, this isn't really what we had in mind. Right. That's, so. a, that's actually what somebody suggested. Like, we'll you just, know what? No one's aware we're doing this yet. <laughs> you tried. Yeah. You didn't really come up with a lot of yeah, good stuff. Right. Let's not do this. We'll try again next year. <laughs> Hey, let's get some other players. Maybe they figure. Or how about this? We'll just write it up, read right. off the cue cards. Feed them the answers. We'll right. feed yeah. you the answers. Say this. Yes. Uh, there's also news. This is from a guy that Eddie and I ran into at uh, Super Bowl week at the Maggie and Perloff party. Uh, Jeremy Fowler's son. Or is it Jeremy Fowler himself? I'm confused. Which Fowler is popular? I think it's the father. Are we talking reporter? Yeah, reporter. Jeremy Fowler. Jeremy Fowler. Yeah. That's the dude Why we did ran you say into. His son, who is Because I thought we ran into. Uh, I'm confusing oh somebody Fowler okay. and somebody else. Ricky, the golfer. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I am probably. I'm computing. not sure who his dad is either. So. Anyway, we're gonna Eddie know who this guy was from watching him on ESPN. ESPN reporter. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. evidently, he says uh, that the Saints are ready to sign Derek Carr, and I got a vibe from this. Sometimes I get a vibe when I see something written down. You read in between the lines kind of thing? I don't know. I just get a vibe. Okay. He's going to be a saint. That's my vibe. That's your vibe from the saints are ready to sign him? Just the vibe I'm getting. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers is going to be like, I don't want to go to the Jets. All of a sudden, he's going to go to the Saints and we're left with nothing. Or or Or. to play devil's advocate or to look for the conspiracy theory because these things get put out there and it's leveraged. Like, didn't you find it interesting that Joe Shane circled back and went on NFL Network yesterday to say how 
well, we're talking to Jones every day. I wish the deal was a little closer. And then a couple hours later, that $45 million number got thrown out again. Oh, is that right? I yeah. didn't see that get thrown back out there. I did, yeah. So you think it was a li- – that was a – I just think that in this, especially the combine week, the agents are there, the teams are there, the reporters are there. Like, they're all in that one little area, and there's a lot of a lot of whispering going on. You everyone's know what I mean? just – yeah, everyone's – Right. So, oh, hey, the Saints are ready to sign yeah. Derek Carr. So who they is that? Him. Who who should that make feel a sense of urgency? The Jets. There you go. But I also I don't know that to be true. That's just you say you got a vibe. Yeah, when I, I see vibe. that, that's immediately what I think. My vibe They're trying was, to stir up things with the Jets a little bit. My vibe was yes. I go hang out in New Orleans. I play in a dome, and that's pretty cool. Sure. How but about the, the Saints? Really how about good. The Panthers. They met with him. Yeah, and the, the Panthers. Scott, Scott Fitter, the GM, was like. Yeah, you know, I we didn't really go over the top trying to sell it hard. It's like, you know, we, we're we not going to get in there and talk about our awards. Like, hey, listen, we're interested. If you're interested, we'll make something happen. If not, no big deal. I don't even know off the top of my head. Are the Saints any good? Uh, no, not particularly not, right? right now. Would you no? say the Saints, would you, would you say the Saints or Jets are a better team right now? The team? If you were a quarterback, would you rather go to the, the Saints Jets. or the You would. Yeah, if right, you're just talking about yeah, yeah. the roster and, yeah. I'm saying I'm a quarterback. I'm going to go join a team. Do I want to quarterback the Saints situation or do I want to quarterback the, the Jets the situation? Jets. The Jets. Right. The well, Saints, then, Drew Brees retired. Michael Thomas has been injured. Uh, they, they do have Chris Olave is a young receiver that just had a good rookie year. But Alvin Kamara is maybe not once what he was. Now he's got some off-the-field stuff with his this court situation. He pled guilty yesterday that Nevada thing that got caught on video. Not I don't know if anything's going to come of that, but um, – yeah, they're Sean Payton gone, Drew Brees gone. They're sort of like in a a transitional period. They're like when we were talking about earlier, SNL up, SNL down. They're in the down well, part. Well, they were up for a while. They only had the one Super Bowl win. Yeah. You could make the case that pass interference penalty, maybe they could have gone to another one, but you know. I'll take your word for that on that yeah. one too. I lose all memory of those things. Okay. I like to you know why I see low? Because I'm not one to look back and dwell on something. Right. You've got enough other things to worry yeah. about in in the present. Correct. And by the way, I'm very impressed that the that last story you brought up with the Saints, not even on your show sheet, right? Which is rare. And that yes, it was. Me, uh, it was the first line on the show sheet, wasn't which it? Which one, the Derek Carr? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's on the show. The sheet. very first line. Oh. Yes. Hi, Eddie. Well, not Jeremy Fowler, wasn't it? No, Jeremy oh, Fowler. Right, yeah. I wasn't gonna. But he kind of butchered that part. He did. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that brings me to the sports minute. Oh, oh, here we go. And here's a clue, Al. And this, our odds need to be re- revised because this is on your show sheet. Ooh. Oh, you're right. All okay, right. so this is uh, Amy Lawrence. No, sports Jr. Jr. Yeah. Oh, Jr. Sports Brief. Yeah. Jr. Sports Brief on the Ravens wide receivers angry with Eric DaCosta, the GM. Nailed it. Wow. Nice. This is Jr. from the. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, welcome back. Uh, coming up very shortly, uh, Gia will be here with uh, Jerry. Boomer has his last vacation day. Enjoy it today, Boomer, because you're back to work Monday. You sound like Eddie now. Yeah, well, that's what Eddie always goes oh, like. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than this. Right now, at the very beginning. Right. It's all really, downhill from here. When you work the morning show, your vacation is over at 10 a.m. on Friday. Because then your, your regular would have been off anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Like Boomer would be done with the program anyway. Sure, he's not thinking of it that way, but okay. Mm. 
Uh, one of the oh, the thing I brought up before about the about which teams suck to play for. You know, we did on the show yesterday, and I heard said I Tiki and Turney did it. Mm-hmm. Was that the Jaguars say they got a lot of rats in their locker room? Sounds about right. Rats? Sure. Why do you think they're playing in London every year? <laughs> no rats. <laughs> The, Jacksonville's con- got rats running uh, around. The Con family's got plenty of money. I mean, should be able to take care of that. Yeah, throw right. some of that rat poison around. <laughs> you ever hear that rat poison that they ingest and it like blows up? WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.